0: This is David Stearman, and you're listening to my Up Podcast. Today, I want to talk about when you mess up. You know, we're not perfect. We're human beings. We strive to follow Jesus and to do the right thing. But sometimes we still mess up. But I have good news for you. Messing up won't keep you from God's blessing. Because we're made right with God by faith and not by works. Paul said this in Ephesians 2.8, by grace you're saved through faith, not of yourselves. It's the gift of God, not of works, lest anybody should boast. And in another place, Paul repeats a verse from Genesis that says the just shall live by faith, the just being the righteous. The righteous shall live by faith. And it doesn't just mean that they'll live In accordance with faith, what he's talking about is they will receive life through faith. They will receive eternal life, which starts in the here and now, through their faith and not through their works. By the way, that statement, the just shall live by faith, was the battle cry of the Reformation. Back in the 1500s, the Catholic Church, which was the only church at that time, basically, taught that... The only way you could be saved or have a relationship with God was through your works. And then in 1517, a Catholic priest named Martin Luther nailed a dissertation called the 95 Thesis to the Front Door of His Church. And the summary of that whole thesis was that we can only have a relationship with God and be righteous before God by faith. It can't come by works at all. And that statement, that scripture, the just shall live by faith, began to ring like a bell of freedom in churches all around the world. Change the whole church, change the whole world. It's the reason you're saved today. Now, when Paul quotes this verse in Galatians 3.11, he's talking about Abraham and Abraham's blessing. Uh, He makes reference, in fact, to how Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. So in this whole Galatians 3 uh, section, he's talking about us receiving the blessing of Abraham as well as our salvation through faith and not through our works. Now, all of this, of course, is purchased through the blood of Jesus Christ. But Paul refers to Abraham because Abraham was a believer before the law, just like we're believers after the law, i.e. the law of Moses no longer applies to us. Did you know that? That's true. Weird as it may sound to some of us. And Abraham is considered the father of the faithful or the father of all who have faith. He's the father of, of all those who received their right standing with God through faith instead of works. But that's complicated stuff, and I don't have time here in this podcast to get into all the deep theology. What I want to do is to keep it simple. Let's look at Abraham and see what he did and what happened when he messed up and gain hope from that in light of the fact that Jesus died to cover all of our sins. Amen. Genesis 12:1 says this, the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country and from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you and I will make you a great nation. Here's the promise. I will bless you and I will make your name great and you shall be a blessing and I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed, and that includes us. And Paul talks about this in Galatians 3:7, when he says, Know then that it is those who are of faith who are the children of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the good news to Abraham, saying, In you shall all the nations be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed along with believing Abraham. So we're blessed when we believe like Abraham is blessed when he believed. And that blessing is a powerful thing. You can read Deuteronomy 28 and find out more about what blessings God's talking about. But basically, he's giving you security and increase in every area of your life. I mean, he's going to take care of you. Abraham became very rich, and God really would like all of us to be very rich and very healthy and and very happy, and blessed in every way. But sometimes we're not, and it's usually, it is always, because of choices we make, and not because of choices that God makes. I.e., Sometimes we mess up. Now you want to note that God told Abram to leave his family, and to go where he would show him, to the land that he would show him, and he would be blessed. So God gave him instructions. He basically said to Abram, follow me. And you notice this is the same thing that Jesus said to all of his disciples. He said, follow me. So God wants us to follow him. He wants us to follow his instructions and do what he says and go where he says. And he wants us to live the way he tells us to live. Now I'm getting down to basics here, but that's what being a Christian is about. Following Jesus, doing what he says, living the way he wants us to live. And God told Abram, you follow me and I will bless you. I will bless you. And that's the same thing he says to us. This isn't a thing of works. He's just saying, God knows better than you. Do what I say and blessing will be all over your life. So Abram did do as God said and followed him, although he didn't follow him fully. In other words, you remember he'd said, get out of the land and away from your family, all your family, your father's house, and go to the place I'll show you. And Abram did leave and go to the place that God led him to, but he brought along Lot, who was part of his extended family. Why? Why did he do that? I don't know. It was against God's directions. Abram messed up. He didn't do what God said. He went against what God had said. But guess what? That wasn't the end of everything for Abram. God is not a legalist. He wants to bless us. We'll talk more about Lot in a minute or two, but first I want to talk about another place where Abram messed up. And this took place right after Abram and Lot parted. A famine swept over the land. And so Abram went down south until he got to Egypt. That's where the Nile River is. Very rich soil there and a lot of water, and so there was no famine there. And by the way, Abram was not being disobedient there. God had told him he would give him the land. He did not tell him he could never travel. And so Abram was just being practical, and he was going uh, away from the famine and into a place where he could survive. But here is where Abram messed up. When he got down to Egypt, he thought, my wife is really hot. She is super good looking. And as soon as the pharaoh finds out about the beauty of this babe, he's going to want to kill me and then take her into his harem. And so Abram told his wife, he said, lie, lie for me and say, you're my sister, not my wife. And so that's what they did. They lied to pharaoh and said, this is my sister, not my wife. And what do you know? Pharaoh took her into his harem. Apparently he didn't actually marry her, or have sex with her, but, uh, he took her into his harem. And then in Genesis 12, 16, we see an interesting note. It says here that Pharaoh treated Abram well because of Sarah and gave him sheep and oxen and male donkeys and male and female servants and camels. That was like this super duper expensive luxury ride. Wow. In other words, the promise that God made to Abraham to make him rich was coming true, even though Abram was messing up, doing the wrong thing. And think about it. It's not just the lying. Look at the way he was treating his wife. So yeah, Abram messed up big time. And yet God's blessing was not taken from him because Abram was not under a legalistic covenant. Now I hope I'm not freaking anybody out here. I'm not condoning sin. I'm not encouraging it. I'm not saying that we ought to do the wrong thing and say, whoa, I'm going to be blessed anyway. We're talking about a guy whose heart belonged to God, loved God, but he was weak. He was operating in fear, and he got in the flesh and made mistakes. Can you relate? Can anybody relate to that? But there's good news. There's grace. And if we will turn our heart back to God and do the right thing, grace will cover it all and make even our failures turn out to our benefit. Now, this whole story is in Genesis 12, if you want to check it out. But basically, it says that God cursed Pharaoh because he'd taken Sarai, Sarah, Sarai into his harem. And he found out that he'd been lied to. And he got pretty ticked at Abram and said, why did you do this to me? Why did you lie to me? And he said, get out of here. Get out of my country and take your wife and all your stuff and go back where you came from. So Abram did. He went back. But now, in Genesis 13, too, it points out, now Abram was very rich in livestock, silver, and gold. So here was God blessing Abraham, even though he was not always doing everything right. So was it okay for Abram to just do the wrong thing? No, it wasn't. As a matter of fact, it got him thrown out of Egypt. So that was not a good consequence. And that's why God tells us to do the right thing, because he doesn't want us to suffer the negative consequences of doing the wrong things. He doesn't want us to do stupid things and mess our lives up. God was trying to help Abram do what I say. God wanted Abram to do the right thing, but Abram didn't want to. So he paid a price for that. Nevertheless, the blessing of God was not taken off of his life, because the blessing of God is on our lives by faith, not by works. So let me wrap with this Lot thing. You remember Lot came with him and wasn't supposed to. And sure enough, Genesis 13, 7, it says, strife arose between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and herdsmen of Lot's livestock. And Abram said to Lot, please, let's just separate. You, you choose the way you want to go, and you go and take that land, and I'll take the rest. And so Lot chose the, what he thought was the best land, and Abram said, okay, we'll go We'll go that route. We'll do it that way. Again, Abram paid a price for his disobedience to God. He lost a big chunk of the promised land. But check this. After all the dust settled, God came to Abram and said, lift up your eyes now and look from the place where you are. You know, that negative place you've gotten yourself into because you messed up? Well, look from there, northward, southward, eastward and westward. For all the land which you see, I give to you. And that evidently included the land that he'd just given to Lot. And he said, And I will make your seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust particles of the earth, then your descendants could be numbered. Then he told Abram, Walk through the land, through its length and its width, for I give it to you. So what God basically was doing here was repeating to Abraham, That he was still blessed as he'd been blessed in the beginning. So what I'm saying to you today, what the Bible is saying to us today, is that even though you've messed up and maybe messed up big time, you haven't ruined everything. And I mean, the devil will tell you that. You have ruined everything now. Oh, you might as well just die. You just shot everything to heck. But listen, you haven't. Because there's grace turn back to God, do the best you can to do the right thing from this point on, and you know what? God's blessing will continue to follow you. He can restore any and everything you've lost and make things better than they've ever been before. You know, Abraham, despite his failures, he wound up being one of the greatest people in the Bible. As I said in the beginning, he's considered the father of all who have faith, and not just Abraham. I mean, look at David. David, we think of him as the great king of Israel. Listen, this guy, sometimes he was a mess. And not only because he committed adultery with Bathsheba, he actually hired a hit man to have Bathsheba's husband murdered. You talk about a scumbag. Is it okay for me to say that? But look what God did with him. He made him the greatest king of all Israel. And he wrote almost all of the Psalms. And the Bible even calls him a man after God's own heart. What? Seriously. And this guy has become to us an example of a godly man. Not because he was perfect, but because when he failed, he knew how to repent and get back on his feet and do the right thing. And, you know, grace covers a multitude of sins. So, no matter how badly you've messed up, if you choose to get back on track with God, man, he'll not only restore, he will make your life better than ever before. That's what he did for Abraham and David. And that's what he'll do for you. He will increase you greatly and he'll bless you big time. Because we don't earn God's blessings, we can never actually earn them. We receive God's blessings because of the shed blood of Jesus when we follow him by faith. Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, please subscribe. Whatever you're on, iPhone, Google Play, whatever, just hit that subscribe button so I can give you an encouraging word and upward on a regular basis. And they're short, 15 minutes max, perfect for when you're driving somewhere. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. God bless you.